Welcome. This is Victoria Schnepps, publisher of Schnepps Media, and today, Power Women is being presented to you, and I'm so thrilled to have Claire Shulman, our former borough president. She served for 16 years, and now the head of the Willits Point LDC, developing downtown Flushing. Welcome, Claire Shulman. How are you today, Claire? Oh, I'm just fine, Vicki. How are you, dear? I'm terrific. So, Claire, would you tell us the title you now hold at, uh, let's see, next in February you're going to be 94, but I know you go to work every day. And what is the name of your title, please? I am President and CEO of the Blessing Willis Point Corona Local Development Corporation. Bravo, bravo. And I know that that uh, is what you're doing today, but... How did it all begin? How did your activism come to life? Oh, yes, indeed. Let me tell you something, Vicki. I'm really a, a, I'm a trained registered nurse. However, my children went to PS41, and, and um, it was a, it's a wonderful school, but very old, and it required really a, a, an enormous rehab. And so I took a look at it, and, and my friend Eve Weiss was a lawyer, and we decided we would do a little uh, campaigning. And so we went to see Eugene Holt, who was in charge of school construction, and told him if he didn't fix the school up soon, we were going to sue him as a slumlord. Oh, my goodness. So he started <laughs> to laugh. However, however, he fixed that school up in about 18 months. It was, it was an incredible job he was a wonderful guy and and we really respected him and the city in its wisdom because he was so good in building schools they moved him over to sewers oh my goodness i don't want to hear that with all the sewer problems we have in southeast queens i well, hope he's not responsible so anyway he was great and that school was great and so i became a member of the mother's club in those days it eventually turned into a pta but it was a mother's club I did a lot of good stuff for, for them, and I wrote their paper. But what happened when the school was was uh, rehabbed, the local banks, they noticed it. And, you know, when, when your school is good, the real estate values go up. And so those uh, bankers, the local banks, uh, called the, the borough president uh, of Queens and said she ought to be on the planning board. And that's what started my career in government. So that was actually community boards that we now know as community boards representing each neighborhood. And so yes. you, you were part of Community Board 11, is that right, in Queens? I was in charge of, I was the chair of Board 11 because nobody else wanted the job. <laughs> but, but I did a really good, good job and, and uh, we had a wonderful, wonderful mem members and, um, and it was really the beginning of local government. It was, it was fun. Uh, we had something to say about what happened in the local areas, and, and, and that was good. That was really very democratic. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. And then so what happened was that uh, Donald Manners, who was borough president at the time, and John Lindsay was mayor, and I could have gone either way. I could have gone into the city, or I could have, I, I decided to stay local. And when he offered me a job, I accepted it. That was Donald. So Donald offered you the job as head of a community boards. Is that correct? Was that the first job in Borough Hall? 
No, I had. I was a member. I was a chairman of Local Board Eleven, which is um, semi-government. No, no, but I remember that I met you in Borough Hall when I was, I was fighting was, for that house on Gaskell Road, and weren't you in no, charge of community boards then? I was in charge of all the community. Yes, boards. yes. You're absolutely right, Vicki. You remember. <laughs> well, I can't forget that moment. I can picture you sitting in that big room and you had your desk in the corner. And I remember talking to you about the Little Neck Group home we wanted to open for children from Willowbrook. Those right. are the early 70s. So yeah. you were there in Borough Hall. But how did you, how did you, you know, what was the thing that happened that made you propelled to be Borough President? It was a crazy kind of time then, wasn't it? He, he called me in. Ah, Donald Manis. The office and and uh, and offered me a job, but to Donald's credit, he said, "Please come and, and fix it." <laughs> he wanted a much more professional office than he had had at the present time, and that that's what he wanted me to do. So, Claire, just to fast speed up, I know there was that terrible tragedy with Donald Manis' committing suicide and then you being catapulted as the borough president. Yes, that's right. So, you know, when you became borough president, it was a challenging time because of the cloud over the office. How did you overcome it to become what we all consider the greatest borough president Queens ever had? It was a it was a very scary moment, uh, but I have I have um, you know my nurses training really stood me in good stead. I could focus, and so um, I when I went home at night, <laughs> I worried about everything. But when I was in the office, I could focus, and I did I did whatever was necessary. I knew the office well anyway because I'd been there for a while as as head of the planning boards. And so it was not hard for me. It was, you know, it wasn't a learning curve. I already knew how to do it. And so, um, and I did it, and I focused, and I didn't pay attention to all the terrible stuff that was going on around me. So I know that you also put more shovels in the ground, which means more projects began under your uh, leadership. Can you share with us the different projects that you saw begin? Well, I, you know... Again, my nurses' training was really important because I could. When people said, "Oh, you can't do that," I, I laughed and said, "Really?" <laughs> so, and I had you. You can't do big projects like that unless you have a good staff. And I had the best staff in the city, and I had the best consulting engineer. Uh, incredible, wonderful people, and that's why I was able to do so many projects because the the bureaucracy couldn't fool us because I had all the smart people working with me. And so what we did was, I mean, I can tell you, we did the museum, the Queens Museum, we did the uh, Hall of Science, which now is an international uh, institution. We did Flushing Meadow Park. We did a lot of school seats. I did the, um, the big park at St. Albans. We did that and... and um, and what about well, the, the ice rink? Park, the it. ice rink and the swimming pool. Yeah, and I did the. Um, I I worked with um, Noguchi uh, for his uh, wonderful uh, 
studio in Queens. On Long Island City, yes. I can't remember everything I did. Well, I'll remind you because there were so many. That, how about your impact? I love the impact on the um, Museum of the Moving Image and the Kaufman Movie Studios. Share that story about the Kaufman Astoria Studios. Okay, um, but I also did the um, the Botanical Garden. Oh, yes. That that was an important project. All right, the the movies was uh, interesting because what happened, uh, they came to see Donald, uh, the union, Local 52, and said they said, here were the old Paramount Studios sitting there, and and the government would would probably want to tear it down uh, because they had... It was the Signal Corps for World War II. They were using that studio. It's a long history here. And then they gave it to the city university, but what happened is the city was bankrupt in those days, and the city university didn't have any money to use it. And so the union said, let's use it. Here I have this big studio, which was the old Paramount Studios, and the union and the Screen Actors Guild, and together we worked very, very hard um, the Screen Actors Guild and the union went to Washington and convinced the people in Washington not to tear this, not to tear the uh, studio down. I went to Washington to take the property to the Board of Estimate, and 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 uh, we did it. We <laughs> we did it. We 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 turned the studio into a historic monument. And and what what um, it was Senator Biagi's guy Tarantino who told us that if we if we uh, turned it into a historic monument we could get the property for a dollar five wow. and a half acres <laughs> incredible story and so he 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 helped us turn it into a historic monument and we got five and a half acres of one of valuable property for one dollar well you know that was really one of the most uh, remarkable stories but I <laughs> think the there first, were so many yeah the first movie we did there was for money because <laughs> you couldn't do anything for money with the GSA had it the uh, no the uh, HUD had it we we went to GSA and changed it so we could do the project for profit and the first one we did was the whiz the whiz and, and Sidney Lumet did that and and um and you know uh, uh, i'm trying to remember the woman who was in charge of culture for the state uh Kitty carlisle hart and and all weapon they gave me three hundred thousand dollars to fix the sprinklers uh so that we could use the buildings and, and then there was this wonderful guy, Larry Cormier, African-American from South Queens, who owned an oil company. And so he gave us oil for, and never charged us. <laughs> Remarkable. When did the Kaufman family get involved? What happened then was, after we, we did all the successful stuff and the movies were being made, the city decided to, to do an RFP and, and have somebody come in and modernize all the buildings. And so uh, George Kaufman won the RFP and came in and modernized uh, the buildings. And history will never be the same because that started the movie industry in Queens County that is now billions of dollars of 
dollars going into all the studios that started, but you started the first one. Claire, let me ask you this. You know, you went as being borough president and highly esteemed and got sadly out of the office because of term limits. But what did you do after your career? I mean, you had such a brilliant career. And yet, how many years ago was that that you've been borough president? Borough president for 16 years. I, I know, but then after the 16 years, you just didn't sit back and just rock in your rocking chair. I, 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 be, I became member of some boards. Uh, and, and then when Bloomberg wanted to do something about Willis Point, I was called in and I said, okay, uh, let's, let's do it. But the people in Flushing heard about it and they called me in and said, if they develop the Willis Point area, it will kill the business on Main Street. And so they, they asked if we couldn't add Flushing to, the, to that particular body so that we could develop flushing at the same time we were developing the Willis Point on 126th Street. And that's what happened, because the businessman in flushing got hysterical about Willis Point. Well, let's talk. It's good to speak up, because now look what you're doing. Tell me about the plans for that corridor, because it is the corridor from on College Point Boulevard to the waterfront. Is that correct? From yeah. Roosevelt to, uh, what is it, to the Whitestone Expressway? Yeah, that's that. You mean the whole forty-acre development that right. the just the city just awarded the the Euler to the project? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, yes. I know it's a tremendous achievement. Yeah, but we did other things before that, Jacob. I know, but we don't have time to go into all the details. <laughs> so I want to say today, what can we see for tomorrow? Well, um, the Euler is now starting, and that will run 180 days or less. And, and uh, the some of the developers that that own the property that we're talking about uh, believe that they can put a shovel in the ground in 2020. Fabulous. So, Claire, let me ask you this. What would you say would be some advice you can give other women? You've been so successful in your career. What advice would you give to other women to be successful? Well, you, first of all, you have to know what, what it is you like, and, and you have to know everything about it. You can't just go in and say, well, I'm going to do this. You have to have the information. Whatever it is you want to do, know more than anybody else when you start it. And please pick the people to work with you who are the best. You can't do – standing alone, you don't do very much. You have to have good staff. You have to have good – good people and and it's it's not that hard it's not, you don't have to be a rocket scientist but you have to know more than anybody else if you want to be successful and have the right people with you and believe me when i tell you it works like magic it well, really does i i agree i always say i'm only as good as the people around me and i know that that's been your i've learned that from you because that's always been your mantra so I'm so grateful to you for being with me today as the power woman of the century, the power woman of our decade. I am so delight delighted to have been talking with Claire Shulman, who is, Claire, tell us your title again. I am the president and CEO of the Flushing Willis Point Corona Local Development Corporation. And 94 years old and rocking, everybody. So this is Victoria Schnepp signing off. I'm looking forward to Power Women podcasts. Thank you. Thank you.